Merry Christmas. It's that time of year to spend time with loved ones, show how we care for one another by exchanging gifts and having your neighbors sue you because your Christmas decorations have gone way too far. Or at least in one real life neighborhood in our first documentary review, Twas the Fight Before Christmas. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. And you're listening to the 35th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right. It is that time of year, Matt, where um, I have emptied my bank account to make sure that my loved ones have very nice gifts. And I'm not even mad. Uh, I'm, I'm standing by and waiting for my gift in the mail, all right? Oh, yeah. You know, I, man, you know I got you. I don't got you. Right. I was just thinking, <laughs> the narrator is saying he doesn't got him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this week, we are going to welcome back Vera. So thanks for coming back. Two weeks in a row. Look at you, lady. Thank you. And also, we have a new guest to the show, Jamie. How you doing, miss? Good. How are you? Not bad. So, Jamie, who are you? How do we know you? Uh, Chad and I are friends. All right. Brief and to the point. I like it. So, uh, Jamie, what do you want to talk about this week? Uh, Christmas. Isn't that exactly what we're here for? This is our Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> so I love Christmas. It is. That's why I asked life. you to be on this episode. Yeah, I know. Uh I started decorating for Christmas October 29th, I think. And uh, there's five or six trees up in my house and the front yard is decorated, not quite to the extreme of uh, what happened in the documentary. Um, but I love Christmas. So, yeah. You say you have multiple trees. Are they all full length trees or small or what are sizes? Um, I have a 10 foot tree in the living room. And then I have a six and a half foot in my bedroom um, and then four foot trees in my game room, my son's room in the basement. All right. Now, if it wasn't for three years ago, I would have said that's crazy. But for some reason, I guess my mother, when she became a grandparent or whatever, became very into the holiday season. So she has multiple trees. She has a big one in the living room. She mm-hmm. has one in her little dining area. And then she has a a smaller one, probably like five, six foot, but it, it snows. So like the snow is coming down and it comes back up. What? And then, she, and then she has a, I try to, I'll get her to take a video of it and I'll post it on our, uh, yeah, our, our social media, but yeah, she has multiple trees too. And every year she likes to do, it's going to get bigger and bigger each year. So mm-hmm. yes, she was never this festive when we were kids though. I'll let you know that. <laughs> I feel like you brought that up on that Halloween episode where you were like, oh, yeah, grandma, uh, grandma out here, like, let's go to the pumpkin patch and shit. And we can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I guess she, I... Goes, she, she does it for the grandbabies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but fuck you and, and your siblings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think traditions are important. You know, I do gingerbread houses with my son. We put reindeer food out. We do read the nightmare or nightmare. Uh, Twas the night before Christmas. We watch the Polar Express. All those things are very important. All right, let's go to this reindeer food. I've never heard this before. Elaborate on this. You've never heard about reindeer food? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, so it's glitter and oats. And you take, you go out before you go to bed on Christmas Eve and you throw it in the yard. So that way when the reindeer come, they have a snack. Kids, stop listening to this now. So <laughs> there is no reindeer. So what, the, the glitter just stays in the yard or what happens? <laughs> well, I mean, I, it, it's always gone from our house. Some, uh, some see, critters you know, eating it. Yep. <laughs> You're fucking up some animals di- digestive <laughs> tract with glitter. With glitter, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Where did you even see reindeer food at? It's something we've always done. I can't believe that this is new. Never like I even made adorable little jars for them for this year. Milk and cookies, yes. Like no, I've never heard anybody thinking about the reindeer. Yep, the reindeer either. Hmm. Hmm. Okay then, uh, we <laughs> yeah. really learned something this week. Um, 
What are these worldly traditions? Okay, so this is something I learned today because uh, I took my son downtown St. Charles um, and they have all the different Santas down there from across the world, all these different characters. And you they're all out on the street corners and they've got these little uh, trading cards. So you go around and you meet them and you get their little card. So I thought these are pretty cool. So the first one is, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, La Bafana. Sure. She's the Christmas witch. Okay. What country is that from? Uh, Italy. So apparently, and this is all stuff I'm learning. I've never heard of this. Her, she was created because the, 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 uh, the story on the back of the card is basically the Magi came to her whenever they were trying to find the baby Jesus. They asked her to go with her, with them. She said no, because she had to do housework and chores and she had too much to do. And so she didn't go. And then uh, she, she felt bad about it. And she decided, no, I really should have went. So the, the story is that in Italy, she goes around after and she goes um, in like January and she goes and puts gifts at everybody's house because she doesn't know which one is the Christ child. So to make sure she covers everybody, she go and she might find him. So she just goes and gives gifts to all the kids in Italy. Hmm. I've never heard of this before. But this is apparently a thing. So there's been a, a holiday tradition since the 13th century. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never wow. heard that either. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Keep and then um, Sharugnikov is the Russian uh, tradition. She is uh, an ice, a snow maiden. So she goes around and she gives... Uh, she spreads Russian folklore and she gives celebrations for the new year. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then uh, Santa Lucia is the one I'm sure everybody's seen where she's wearing like the wreath on her head and it's got the candles coming out the top. Um, yes. She's the Christian martyr from Sicily. And she's from the fourth century. Another Italian one? Yeah. And apparently her day is celebrated on the 13th of December. That's my birthday. So I thought um, her hair is known as Lucia buns and people actually redo their hair, you know, put their hair up in this hairstyle. Okay, I just looked it up. Yeah, I've seen this before. Okay. But so, yeah, I'd seen the picture, but I had no idea what it was. So I okay. thought that was pretty neat. And then a lot of people know about St. Nicholas and they celebrate St. Nicholas Day, but I'm not familiar with it until I got the card. And it says it's from, started in ancient Greece in the fourth century. Hmm. But I know a lot of people celebrate St. Nicholas Day on the 6th of December with the gold coins hmm. and the little gifts. Okay. These are all cool new traditions that I've never heard of. Uh, after this is over, uh, can you send a picture of those yeah and post it yeah. on our social media once yeah. this drops yeah i have all the little trading cards appreciate okay. that um so vera you've been on netflix this week just a tiny bit just a tiny i, I watched like six or seven shows you know I, I was for a while there i don't know how i got out of it it was mostly foreign films or movies or series that i would watch but uh, yeah, I've been into it a little bit. That's where I got that show about Tiger King. It's so ridiculous. You, are you talking about season one or season two? Uh, season two, but I've seen one. But yeah, I've just seen season two. Just watch the end of it, what, Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. So did anybody else watch season two? Like everybody on the planet watched season one. But did anybody else watch season two? I'm on the third episode. I'm going to watch it. Uh, I had a friend watch it, and he says that I should recommend. He recommended me for me to watch it, but it was like, like you said, everybody was all caught up because you know that's air. That was the beginning of the pandemic, so everybody watched for the first season. It's like we know he's still in jail and everything. As time has went past, like, is this still going to be entertaining? So I don't know. There, you'll be able to say if it's entertaining or not. I thought it was I, I thought it was I mean I don't want to tell too much of it but it wasn't 
as entertaining as before, but I, I thought it was, it was like a great game of finger pointing. I'll put it that way. Like <laughs> an excellent game of finger pointing. Like I've just never seen it done to perfection as with this season two. Holy okay. smokes. I can see that. Yes, it was a lot. And then um, what is L for family? Oh, yeah, that's so inappropriate. Um, it's a cartoon. <laughs> it's animated. But no kid should watch it, like, ever, in my opinion, <laughs> especially, like, <laughs> if they're under 12 or 13. But it's just about um, a guy and his family. And he pretty much says what's on his mind, like, maybe what a parent be like, oh, let me not say that because that might hurt their feelings, to, you know, to their kids or whatever. Like, this show says all the back thoughts that maybe parents might have had and just comes spewing out. Yeah, I love this show. Um, I've seen all the seasons. <laughs> I love it. It's basically like uh, take place, you know, um, the 70s, like an Archie Bunker type character. Uh, it's, you know, how parents raise their kids during that time to where, um, you know, just he says whatever's on his mind. It's like, I love this. Like from, it's, was it four seasons? Five this is seasons? The, the fifth season um, just came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I I love this show. <laughs> yeah it's hilarious yeah. it's 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 just like nobody holds back like you rarely have to ask people so did you really mean that or what's on your mind it's very vocal about anything and everything that's on somebody's mind I yeah. know it's hilarious yeah if anybody was on the fence about watching it nah matter matter of fact pause this episode right now and go listen to it go watch it and come back to this that's how go, good it is. Go watch all five seasons. And we'll then wait. come back. Yeah, come come back to this. We're we going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> if Just they make no a pause. season six, I'm watching it. It's like, this could keep going on and on, and I would never look for an end. I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Let's right. follow the kids until they're in college and, you know, the dad's grandpa. I will watch this till they just stop. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh, it's just hilarious. And the kids are out of control. <laughs> so, Matt, um, last week was my birthday, and this week you are an old man now. Oh, wow. I know, man. My 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 bones are creaking and cracking. I got to take a couple seconds before I get up off the couch. My When do, I wake up, my back is hurting. Do you know when it's about, about to rain before it rains? All the time. I was like, these knees are like, these old bones, these old bones, man. It's I got to ease into a hot bath. <laughs> it's it's I'm falling apart, man. It's once you once you hit that that big three seven, man. It's a wrap. It's kind of downhill from there. That's that's what I hear. Right. So, um, you know, help me with my medical bills. Cash at Mr. King zero two five seven. Let me repeat that <laughs> one more time. Uh, cash at me for my birthday. M R K I N G zero two five seven. Help your boy out, all right? It's hard out here. I need some icy hots and everything day <laughs> in and day out. So, yeah, I need it. But no, I'm about to try something that I haven't done in a very long time, and I'm kind of nervous. Okay, what is this? I'm about to go out drinking. Oh, with the, with the homies. Oh man, that's gonna that's gonna be so bad. Right. I know it is. It's like I'm, a part of me wants to kind of cancel it. I was like, I, why, why not suggest this? This is not this is not me. I'm I'm not 26 anymore, but we about to see how this goes. You're going to be MIA from a couple episodes. Mm -hmm. I might call. I'm going to be calling off work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it today. Why? I'm hungover from four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, good it, luck, man. But in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna get <laughs> up. I'm, I'm gonna eat some food, something that's gonna some bread and stuff to soak up this alcohol. Like in my head, it's like that's I got a pre planned so I don't die out there. Then it was never like that before. <laughs> oh no, it'd be like a blink eye. Let's go drink it. I do it now. I have to think about it and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to strategically plan this out. Well, good luck, man. Um, hopefully you're back next week and we you could tell us what happened. If I'm alive, yes, that's, I that's will. That's what I'm saying. Otherwise, yes. uh, I'll be um, 
audition a new co-host for the podcast so you know <laughs> um so i wrapped some gifts and i every year i forget wrapping gifts is fucking stupid yes like you gotta i, I see i see a couple of y'all made some faces there uh, we all know this struggle. Like, how do people do this professionally? Like, you gotta, like, this is all the parts of math that we all knew we didn't need to do. So we didn't pay attention. Like, you gotta measure that shit out. Make sure you got the right amount of paper. You gotta, you know, uh, do your geometry to fold it right. It's like, no, nah, this is, this is gonna look like um, real hobo. Like, you know, like lots of tape. Right. Too much tape, too much paper one side is bigger than the other it's just real lopsided wow. like sorry in oh advance so hey, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be ripped up and thrown away anyway right so anyway like i'm saying vera sorry in advance oh i don't wrap anything like I, gift bags. i wrap your christmas gift sorry <laughs> oh, <okay>. in advance <laughs> <laughs> thanks i'm like man i don't do that no Keep it up with the Christmas talk. I was trying to get my daughter to watch some Christmas content with me. Like, uh, I was like, you know, she don't really like 2D animation. Let's see if she'll watch some claymation stop motion. So I turned on Rudolph mm. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And she was like, yeah. get this shit off this fucking TV before I throw something <laughs> at it. <laughs> it, was, it was all bad. She was not feeling any of that shit. So mm-hmm. may, maybe next year. Dang, we used to watch it. Yeah, well, yeah, but you know, the the youth don't give a fuck. That needs to be mm-hmm. like three D animated. You know, fucking uh, what are the kids like? Those scooter things on there. Some some um, some of those hoverboards. You know, we know what the kids are into these days. Right, special oh. effects. <laughs> right, <laughs> production values. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, this week we discussed our top five uh, Christmas movies. So Vera, why don't you lead the charge? All righty. So um, my first one is Elf, um, where it has, oh my gosh, I'm Will drawing Ferrell. a blank on this. Yeah, there we go. He's in that. I thought that was uh, pretty cool that he was just thrown in the middle of the city coming from the North Pole experience in that and plus I just like Will Ferrell anyways he could just be sitting in the room and make faces and I'd still get the same joy <laughs> uh, my number five was the night before what um, that? it's got uh Seth Rogen and uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Fal- Falcons in it um who plays Anthony Falcon? Mackie yeah it's basically like the hangover but Christmas but Christmas version oh okay these guys get together for like their last one of them became a dad and so they can't like do what they used to do and so they came together for their last christmas night before debauchery night and uh it goes horrible and it's hilarious it's just so funny and uh oh it's good it's a good not traditional christmas movie um home alone um do I really need to describe? I'm pretty sure everybody knows what Home Alone is. All right, sorry. Uh, a kid, a family goes on a trip and leaves their son home alone. And, oh. and a thieves try to break in and he has to protect the house. Just as a kid growing up, um, there's always certain movies that we watch around this time that I guess makes me think of a when I was younger, since I'm old now, makes me think of a fonder time. Mm. my knees were good nah, um, <laughs> but just um uh, just just you know being around the family watching these movies like that because majority of mine are based around that about being a kid yeah. and remember fondly about this stuff watching it with the family so that's how i tackled this list too like i looked at it from the lens of when i was younger what are uh christmas movies that i personally would just repeat in my own personal time so my number five, I'm not sure if anybody's ever heard of this one. It's called All I Want for Christmas. And it came out like in the early 90s. And it's about um, this, um, this kid. All he wants for Christmas is for his parents to get back together. 
And so, you know, as an adult, you know, we know how like relationships can be and like, you know, parents won't sometimes want to stick it out for the kids, but like shit happens and they can't. And so um, we have that whole thing of like, oh, by the end, uh, the Christmas miracle, his parents want to get back together. And I feel like this, like that, that corny, stupid shit, like birthed my love for Hallmark movies. Because it's like, this is like a very contrived plot, but I was here for that shit. Mm -hmm. So that's my number five. Okay, uh, with number four, I would say Bad Santa. Oh, I haven't thought about that in a nice minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that because it wasn't like all the traditional know, kind of holiday movie. Yeah, yeah, the mushy, like you know, it it was just kind of like almost the the Grinch side of it. But I like Bad Santa. I haven't seen it in a while. But I just know Billy Bob Thornton was in it. And then that black guy who's, um, what's the term? A little person was in it too. <laughs> we appreciate you um, being politically correct on this podcast. Yeah. I do not want to have to edit your um, your words here. <laughs> I, yeah, you, you know. So it's uh, Tony Cox. That's his name. Okay, okay, because I was like, I've seen him in quite a bit of movies, but I, just I, I think he was in Friday, wasn't he? Yeah, Miss Parker's so. husband. Yeah, and he was in uh, yeah. Me, Myself, and Irene with uh, oh, Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that movie. That was a good movie. Oh, I haven't seen that in a while either. Yeah, but I like that, them mm. in the store, and oh my gosh, being inappropriate. Uh, my number four is Polar Express. Ew. Why? Because it's, <laughs> because I have a son, uh, and it's a movie that he enjoys and we watch every year. And we actually did the Polar Express a few years ago, downtown at Union Station. Um, but how has watching that movie not made your eyes bleed? You know, wow! You watch it one time a year. <laughs> I Vera, have you seen it? Like it's it's fucking inhumane. The characters look disgusting. It's a weird I'm gonna say no. Animation style. Yeah. The book is better. And okay. just like most movies, but I don't know. It's just a traditional Christmas movie that we watch every year. I've never seen this. Give me a brief brief synopsis of what this is about. I know it's a train involved, but like what is this? What is it about? So this kid doesn't believe in Santa anymore, and so he gets he hears this train and so he leaves his house in the middle of the night while everyone else is sleeping gets on this train and then they take him to the north pole where he meets santa and all the elves and he gets the first a gift of christmas which is this little bell and only people that believe in santa can hear the bell mm -hmm. and so since he meets santa and santa personally gives him the bell now he believes and then the train drops him off before christmas morning okay. back at home so it's basically like this crazy train ride. They get hot chocolate on the train. That's a big part of it. And uh, the conductor gives them, they have all the, they each have a golden ticket and the conductor uh, uses a little hole punch and punches the words in their ticket. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then doesn't Tom Hanks play like 15 parts in it? He's definitely the conductor. Um, the ticket taker. Well, yeah. I don't know what else he is. But yes, he's like the main voice of it. It is definitely not something you watch just because you want to. It is a... Uh, oh, you yeah. <laughs> watch it because you're under duress. I understand. <laughs> Once a year uh, Christmas tradition movie. Santa Claus is coming to town. 1970 version. Um, I just like, I can picture this like me and my brother and sister in our basement. VHS, and we used to watch it over and over again. Um, yeah, I just, I love that movie. I can't believe Oh, that. wait, hold on. The, the, the plot of it is basically, is a story of how how Chris Kringle becomes Santa Claus, basically. I cannot believe that. That is my number four. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> so, uh, my aunt gave me a VHS copy of that movie one year for my birthday, because, you know, 
December people, we get Christmas shit for our birthdays all the time. All the time, the time, right. But I wore that VHS out. That was one of my favorite Christmas movies. Right. Fucking loved it. Uh, what, what was the villain's name in it? Ooh. I didn't do a rewatch, so hold up. Nah, it's like on the tip of my tongue, I can't think of it. Have either of you two seen it? Yeah, I can or, remember watching it, but I don't think I've watched it since yeah same like, like i i intend oh oh burgermeister yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i want to watch it um i want to watch it before the month's out that's why i was trying to ease my daughter into rudolph because mm-hmm. i was like mm, i don't feel like watching santa claus is coming to town today but it's such a weird style now i mean like looking at like where cartoons are today going back to watch a cartoon like that you know i don't know that my son would sit through something like that yeah the kid the kids the kids don't have a tolerance for stuff like that also it's like it's stop motion too so like those like they have to actually make that shit and the the kids don't appreciate the craftsmanship behind it (laughs) oh speaking of that there's nothing to do with this you can cut this out if you want to but i gotta be thinking about uh you know when people make tv shows and movies and they do the whole beginning scene and they put in the executive producer, all this stuff like that. All these people who worked hard on it. Here comes Netflix. How about skip intro? Skip right. All that shit. <laughs> Fuck your credit. Right. <laughs> or even that, like even when the, ep- the episode's over and it's all like three seconds. Fuck these people. Yep. <laughs> Next episode. All right, Vera. Um, for number three. Um, I'm gonna say Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Sorry. Okay. Why are you yeah. sorry? Yeah, I mean it's going way, way, way back with the So when Santa Claus but... is coming to town. That's some old shit. That's some shit from our <laughs> parents' childhood. But you know. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah, the fucking um, I want to be a dentist. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Uh so what's Rudolph about? Um, well, he's trying to lead the pack and the hate is real. I mean, and that's the, the is real. that is the original fucking school bullying movie. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just like um people were trying to hate on him because he was different. He was on a new level than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Trying to hate on him because he's unique. And then they try to be his friend uh, when he came through like a champ and he was needed. He's lucky that they, they're lucky that he didn't give him like the middle paw. And, you know, <laughs> that would have been my version. <laughs> that would have been my version, but they didn't ask me. So, yeah, they continued on with Christmas. You know, gifts got delivered and uh, Santa saved the day. All right. Jamie? Uh, a Christmas Carol, the Jim Carrey version. Okay, why are you naming these disgusting ass Robert Zemeckis <laughs> movies? Okay, I love The Christmas Carol. I saw it in the IMAX when it came out originally, and it was such a cool experience. And I, I don't know, I've always loved the story. And I don't know. It's besides the Mickey Mouse version of A Christmas Carol, this is probably the best version I've ever seen. Once more, disgusting ass uh, characters. No, Ebenezer Scrooge decides to not be a horrible person anymore and care more about people than money. It's a great story. Sure. You would rather care about the money. I would <laughs> rather watch a different version of that movie. <laughs> Matt. How the Grinch stole Christmas. 1967 version that's that the cartoon version yes because well there's two cartoon versions now well Mm. well the 1967 one not the updated one and not the because i watched the the live action was on tv the other day i watched it but yeah the 1967 version original will always be the best um yeah love that uh, y'all don't need enough. Y'all don't need a backstory on the Grinch, because if you think about it, the Grinch. Now I'm thinking about this now. The Grinch was by himself up on this mountain doing his own thing. Whenever he came down, people kind of like Rudolph 
They was mean to him and things like that. So then he got tired of it and then took their stuff away. If they would have just left him alone, he wouldn't have done that. These are more cautionary tales made all the way in the 60s where it's like, hey, don't be a dick to your fellow man. And what does right. society do? We, we just get worse. Right. <laughs> like we, had, we had the fucking information way back when, and we were like, fuck that. I need to make fun of that person. Yep. Fucking people are trash. Um, mine is, my number three is uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh my um, God. Fucking love it. Like yes, it's 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 a it's a Christmas Carol take, but it's got Muppets, and Muppets, oh, Muppets? make everything better. And no, no, you don't like the Muppets? No. Oh my goodness! It's it's. Uh, my daughter hates most things, but she watched forty minutes of that movie with me today, and the only reason she got to the she didn't get farther is because she's been she was up since like 4 a.m so she fell asleep but she would watch the whole thing i think with me you think like it's she she loves puppets she likes singing it's got both in it <laughs> hmm. okay but yeah it's like it's the classic story of a christmas curl with ebenezer being visited by the three spirits but with a muppet twist um it's uh, another vhs that i wore the fuck out of Okay, so we're on number two. Um, my number two is It's a Wonderful Life. Ooh, a classic. Yes, I've seen that a bazillion times. And uh, I love that movie. Since it's way, way, way back, for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's about a guy who um, wished he hadn't been born. And the angel was like, cool, let's see the world with you not in it. And he just gets to see how much he like really mattered in it when he felt like he didn't. I'm very surprised that hasn't been remade by now. I am too. Yeah, it had a really good storyline to it. It was just seeing your life without you in it and (laughs) you thinking like you don't really matter. And it's just like, oh my gosh you stopped this or you caused this and yeah it was pretty good mm. i love it double check and then make sure there wasn't a remake that we just aren't aware of yeah i never heard of one either it needs to be they should in my opinion the fuck when did this shit come out oh well so it is there's a there's a movie called It's a Wonderful Life, The Rest of the Story. It says George Bailey's troubled grandson is forever changed when his aunt Zuzu comes back as an angel and reveals how much better the world would have been had he never been born. Wow. I have never heard of this Wait, before. that's the opposite of what it's supposed to be. It's, they, made, they made a <laughs> sequel. Right. I, I, be, IMDb doesn't even say when this movie came out. What was it called? It's a Wonderful Life, the rest of the story. Hmm. And then there said, oh, it was remade. It was remade as something called It Happened One Christmas. What is this? According to Wikipedia, there's a sequel called Clarence. Huh. Oh. Okay. I mean, clearly this shit wasn't hitting. That's why we never heard about it. (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm like what the sequel was made in 1990 ew that sounds right (laughs) that sounds right clarence okay Hmm. all right jamie what's your number two ernest saves christmas oh (laughs) okay all right i forgot about ernest me too Ernest was hitting them all. <laughs> Ernest says, what "Was it Ar- Ernest Halloween? What was this Halloween one called?" Oh. Uh, Ernest. Uh... They need to do a documentary about scared Ernest. Stupid. Yeah, scared <laughs> stupid. Yeah, Ernest is very underrated now. I think about that. He like during that time, he was popular and all mm-hmm. the stuff he did. I don't even know how he started, but. That makes me want to go watch it now. <laughs> yeah, like I'm <laughs> uh Ernest goes to jail. 
Ernest scared stupid. Ernest rides again. Ernest goes to school. Ernest goes to Africa. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Wow. Also, George Ernest gets around. <laughs> Ernest yeah. goes to camp. Damn. Yeah, hey, you're right. Ernest they they need to give this man his props. Mm. Yeah. So this was one of those movies that we watched over and over and over. Like not even like any Ernest movie. My dad was a huge fan of Jim Varney. And so we watched all of his stuff. I can remember when Jim Varney died, like my dad was crying and like I cried. Like it was, it was sad. Like he was a really good actor and he just made people laugh and all of his stuff was pretty wholesome. I mean, it wasn't, he made people laugh in a good way. Um, and kids could watch it too, which was important for our family. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a great movie. One my son hasn't seen yet, but he will be seeing this year. Yeah, there's 10 earnest movies. Yeah. This man had his own fucking cinematic universe and we were sleeping <laughs> on it. <laughs> we might have to do something on these earnest movies. I mean, we'll probably get mad after the first one. But we should probably do something with these. Right. All right, Matt, what you got? Number two, I go with Elf. Okay. Um, just but, to pick it back off with Varys. It's just, uh, it's a great movie. It great, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, message. Mm-hmm. Um, funny. Whole family. Uh, you get quote unquote the meaning of Christmas and everything like that. Treating people how just because they're different, all the above, all the lessons you need to learn. Um, yeah, it's just a great Christmas movie. Hmm. Uh, my number two is Jingle All the Way. Um, once oh, more, I another, forgot about Jingle. I love that movie. Once more, another one just wore that VHS tape out. So Jingle All the Way star stars Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. And Arnold's like, I have to get the new hot toy, the Turbo Man doll for my son. And it's him and Sinbad both trying to get that toy for their sons. And hilarious hijinks ensue. Mm -hmm. Like, Sinbad is so fucking funny in this movie. Like, and Arnold, the man can, the man can do comedy. He can do comedy. Um, It's a fucking classic. So many so many awesome set pieces. Um, it's a great movie. But he just kind of doesn't say that. Who, Arnold or Sinbad? Sinbad. I don't remember. I feel like that was probably near the end because, like, in the 90s, he did, like, uh, was that like First Kid and <laughs> Meteor Man and other things? Uh, yeah, and he, had a, he even had a talk show. He did? Mm hmm. What did he talk about? Really? Yeah, look at, yeah, Sinbad had a talk show. Let's see. House Guest was in 95. First Kiss was 96. Jingle All the Way was 96. Oh, he was in Good Burger in 97. Was he really? Yeah, he was the person that uh, was it Keenan? He Keenan hit his car. Oh, okay. Also, um, don't forget he was in the he was in the movie where he played a genie. Oh, oh, shut up, man. Oh, yeah. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> He was though. We that, we're not gonna talk about that. That movie's not real. It is real. That's that uh, Mandela <laughs> effect stuff. No, see, I right, up. No, it's not real because people are confusing that with Shazam that um, um, Shaquille O'Neal was in. But which one was Jonathan Taylor Thomas in? Ooh. Oh, that was First Kid, wasn't it? Let me see here. Uh, oh no, it wasn't. That's the one with with Sinbad in it. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm not, trying to tell him. He was not in a genie movie. <laughs> how can I how can I send a picture to the Zoom chat? Hold up. Now I just send it to our group chat. Matt, that's not real. <laughs> that's not real? It's not real. That movie so somebody, does not somebody made that up. That movie does not exist. I don't know. Kazam. Kazam was the show, the Shaquille O'Neal one. Right. This is this is not Kazam. This is Shazam. Shazam doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a Mandela effect movie, just like the Bernstein and the Bernstein bears. Okay? Well, that's different. Those are that that is phrasing. So you're saying that people across the world all imagined this movie. 
It's like some <laughs> alternate dimension type shit. Something leaked over from another universe. My number one is a Christmas story. Oh, Vera. <laughs> I missed it like every year for you. Come on. You were forced it's... to watch it. Like they did that. They oh. still do it. That fucking 24 hour marathon. Like, no, that's not a good movie. Oh, it is great. The little kids and getting their uh, Christmas outfits from their grandmother that was terrible. The dad ordering that, that lamp that was the lady's leg in there. That's like a classic <laughs> freaking scene. And he reads the book, he reads the box wrong where it's like fragile instead of fragile when it's mailed in. Come on, it's it's good parts in that. I still read it fragile. It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's a lot of classic parts in there. And they had good reason for why you shouldn't get your kids a BB gun for Christmas. I mean, you should know <laughs> not to get your kid a BB gun for Christmas. <laughs> well, yeah, the news tells you that nowadays, but they were telling you that back in 83. Also, don't a lick idea. a frozen uh, flagpole. Just don't fucking do yeah. it. See, it has classic scenes in there that <laughs> almost everybody knows or have heard of. I think it's great. Just following the family around who's going through Christmas uh, season once again. Mm. Jamie, what you got, girl? Uh, the Santa Claus series with Tim Allen. I've oh, only yeah. seen the first one. I like the first one. Yeah, the first one's the best, but I mean, if you're going to watch one, you end up watching all three. No, you really don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I've gone, what, 30 years and I've only seen the first one. Okay, well, then yeah, you me need too. To, to expand a little bit because he ends up married and there's a baby. Like, it's a whole thing. So, okay. Give us a brief synopsis of the, uh, of the Santa Claus trilogy. So the first one starts with uh, Tim Allen and his son Scott asleep. Calvin. Scott Scott Calvin asleep. and their blatant fucking product placement for Denny's. <laughs> so they're asleep and they hear something outside and they go outside and uh, Tim Allen uh, startled startles Santa off the roof and he falls and uh, passes. And so he, Tim Allen then puts on the Santa suit and by putting on the suit, he now has become Santa Claus. And so he tries to fight it and he doesn't want to be Santa Claus, but uh, it goes through this whole thing where he ends up gaining weight and growing the beard and getting sent the naughty and nice list. And at the end of the movie, he ends up embracing his role as Santa Claus. And I think the second one, he fights with Jack Frost. And that's the third one. That's the third one. He has to get married. That is the Santa Claus. He has to get a uh, Mrs. Oh, yeah. Claus. Yeah. So he ends up married. And then, yeah. I don't remember what the second one, what happened in the second that's, one. Yeah, that's the second one. He Him gets getting married. He basically stalks his son's teacher. Yeah. I know. She's the principal or some shit like that. I'm going she, off the trailer. I think she is the principal. Yeah. because his son keeps getting in trouble because kids are making fun of him because he keeps saying the North Pole is real and he's because he's like now. 17 and they're like bro stop with the Santa Claus shit <laughs> we, we kind of beat you up right so alright Matt the, again classic alright well of course the greatest Christmas movie ever Die Hard oh my god <laughs> <laughs> psych I, I didn't pick Die Hard <laughs> But the greatest Christmas movie ever, ever. There is right again Christmas story. Mm. Yeah. That's, that, um, that is the best Christmas movie ever. And just it like y'all said, that when TNT or TBS does that 24 hour marathon or whatever it is, we're always there to watch it. Uh, yeah. it's, it's like, so many memorable things when he, when uh Rafi was helping his dad change his tire and he said oh fuck and then he had to get soap in his mouth <laughs> the, the tongue getting stuck to the pole also no if you ever do do that the best way best way to get off is just breathe into it your hot breath will thaw it out hmm. um, but uh 
Yeah, I just love that movie. And also, my son, well, it was on TV the other day. And my son sat there and watched it. Well, not the whole thing, but he watched like 30 minutes of it. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things that we've Christmas, we always watch it. And like uh, Vera said, when Ralphie puts on the pink bunny costume, I, re- I want that bunny costume now. <laughs> so yes, I loved it. Okay. So my number one. So I, before I say this, I want to preference this with, I based this list off of movies that I liked at when I was a kid. So I picked Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. As an adult, I can objectively say Home Alone 1 is better than Home Alone 2. But as a kid, you know, you're like, oh, this is a sequel. So obviously this is better. But um, Home Alone 2 is the McAllister family. They are going to take a trip to Florida. But in the airport, some shenanigans have, you know, you're looking confused over here. In the first one, they were going to Paris. Yeah. Okay. You, you made a face. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> so uh, shenanigans happen in the airport and um, Kevin accidentally gets on the wrong flight. Now, clearly this is pre 9-11, but um, <laughs> shenanigans happen in New York. Uh, you got fucking uh, Tim Curry as the manager of the, of the hotel got rob schneider there got that fucking uh talk back thingy where he's a boy yeah talk boy i remember when that came out i wanted a talk boy so bad i wanted one too (laughs) like fucking uh i like an extra large uh bed tv and one of those little refrigerators you have to uh open with a key credit card you got it like (laughs) oh i fucking know that movie like the back of my goddamn hand dinkins toy store like, ah, oh, so many fucking classic things in that movie. The first one's better, but so many classic things. Pigeon Lady, fucking Pigeon Lady. Yeah. Donald Trump. So yeah, that's that's my number one. Hmm. Yeah, okay. this is fun, and it ate up a nice amount of time. So we we kind of have a feel for this when we do our 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 top and bottoms of the year for next year Matt. right because that's going to be just its own episode so it will eat up sometime but all right um this was fun but now it's time to get to the main event this week we discuss twas the fight before christmas i am the only american probably the only person in the world who has been banned by a federal court from decorating for christmas Jeremy Morris said that he was going to be purchasing a home in our subdivision. This house, it's perfect for hosting this Christmas show. What is this guy up to? This Christmas show, 5,000 people. We need to make it bigger. Noise, the traffic. The people in this neighborhood didn't want it. These neighbors threw a rock. The threat of a lawsuit. Your planned event is not permitted. permitted, permitted. It's at that point that I decided I'm going ahead with the show. It was always his way or no way. At the end of the day, is all of this really worth it? Yes. Nobody is going to stop me. It's this constant loop of crazy. A 35-person choir, the camel. Intimidation, bully tactics. If people think I'm crazy, they don't know what I'm going to do next. The movie follows a Christmas-loving man who gets obsessed with bringing Christmas cheer to all and causes a fight when the Homeowners Association informs him that the event he plans violates the rules of the neighborhood. So, Jamie, what did you think of Twas the Fight Before Christmas? So, at first, I, like, whenever, like, I felt bad for him. Like, as it starts, you kind of feel bad because, like, he makes it seem like it's really, he's really trying to do stuff for charity, and he's doing all this uh, philanthropy work, and then it gets further into it. And I just feel like he was looking for a fight and a way to get his name out there. Because why in the world would you contact the homeowners association before you buy the house, get the no, and then say, doesn't matter, I'm gonna do it all anyway. Right. And I just felt so bad for his poor wife. Like she just looked destroyed throughout the whole thing every time they interviewed her she was sad and 
like defeated and you could tell that this was not the fight that she wanted to have just uh i know we're supposed to go in order but i don't want to like jump back and forth so i'm about to just piggyback what she said um 100 like normally i don't take notes when i do my uh reviews when i watch the stuff but as i'm watching it i wrote first thing i wrote he's a dick so <laughs> yes. so like and just like she said like it makes, it makes it seem like he's you know trying to do something but like who first of all i thought they got money money because who's be like my wife says we can do this bigger next year and that day i go out looking for a house i mean, he, no research I, mean I, don't, I don't know if any of you all picked up on this but um he's a lawyer well, I, right. I, don't, I don't think right. he mentioned yeah. that at all right so <laughs> in, and like she said he didn't have to pick that house when when he called them and said hey i'm gonna do this anyway and they were like no he could have found a different house so he brought every single thing on him on himself and his wife the beginning was so funny because she's like oh yeah i can't wait to so i want to meet the neighbors and they show the yeah. neighbors walking and everybody's talking <laughs> to each other she's I like want, i want to be part of a community she's like i want to be a part of community that's all i want he comes in there first thing I'm doing this shit. Fuck what y'all gotta say. I'm doing this shit anyway. It is just turmoil from there. So, like you said, like the whole time, I just felt bad for his wife. And then um, it was a scene where um, it was a the boy's birthday, and he kept trying to talk, but then she's trying to do the kids and everything. And I'm like, you mad disrespectful to your wife? <laughs> he just was like a big giant baby. Like every time yeah. he get, he got interrupted by either his child or his wife, he just would huff. And just be like, okay, I'll just start over. And I'm like, right. that was ridiculous. That in a nutshell showed exactly who his personality was. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just like every problem, like as I like first, I was like, he's a dick. And then I wrote, <laughs> and later on, I was like, uh, he's a dummy. And then later on, I was like, he's an asshole. So it's like, <laughs> I just kept listening to what he was because he kept bringing everything on himself because even if like for example he wanted to do this it was kind of like you know one of those things where it's better to uh, uh, it's better to ask it's better, it's better to forgiveness better to ask to ask for, yeah than permission right because I'm like you could have moved in this neighborhood ingratiate with them be friends with them and everything else like that and then be like hey I do this thing at this time of the year, so week or what two weeks, whatever it was. And then they'd be like, oh yeah, he's a good dude, this, this, and that. But when you come at them talking about I'm gonna sue you and stuff after the first or second time you talk to them, it was like, what do you expect for them to do? So one my thing- my issue is like this whole the whole conversation got tilted because he's like, they're trying to trample on my religious freedom. And it's like no dickhead you know exactly why they don't want this nobody wants that much traffic in their neighborhood nobody like that was the whole fucking argument i do not want there to be like 30 to 60 minutes between me leaving my driveway to me getting to the main street and that's exactly what fucking happened like nobody is okay with that shit like i get it you spreading christmas cheer you're fucking uh getting money for charity that's nice but like you're inconveniencing every single person in your neighborhood that shit's not neighborly that shit's not okay that's not christian fuck and i don't think it's the the home association's husband yeah is a pastor right. so it was like wait a minute how are you how are you gonna say he's a fit though your christian rights when he's a christian he's a pastor that they was like most of these people are christians in this neighborhood they were just trying to be like pc culture with the letter right um i pretty much had the same feeling as you all i thought it was obnoxious for him to be throwing around that he was an attorney and it was, oh just seemed like he was just using that <clears throat> to intimidate and bully people yeah and then and then you recording motherfuckers too and then you yelling at this woman and you submit that to evidence that you fucking making this woman cry on the phone that's your that's evidence seven times a day just yeah. harassing her and like he kept the thing that kept saying like i'm an attorney that's kind of those things where you'd be like 
you know who I am is like when if you if you're if you're the director be like you know who I am type of thing is like it was but the one thing I liked about the documentary is how they said it they made it they set it up to where it's supposed to be the the neighborhood was going to be the bad guy and he's just trying to do the good thing when it turns out he was the problem the whole time one thing I didn't like about it is skip to the end it was like how it's not resolved mm-hmm. yeah I was ongoing I was like I want an ending to this but that's the thing, like the one neighbor was like, this is never going to end because even if he appeals to the Supreme Supreme Court and he loses, he can turn around and, do, and take them to civil court individually. This will never end. Yeah. Right. And like that is the that's the saddest part of this whole thing to me. It's like, why are you being a dickhead? And it's like, at what point are you going to admit that this is your bad? Like you have a whole fucking militia group backing you. And you still think you're on the right side of history? And also, like, the thing also is once your when your wife leaves can't you? take this and leaves you, you don't be thinking, damn, maybe I should calm this shit down. You're thinking, All right, maybe I should stop this. And then he's like, yeah, where if, if I lose this, we're going to go in bankruptcy. You don't think you should stop this then? Because, like, mm-hmm. a lot of common sense would have solved all this stuff to where, like, if you got money like that, I was thinking like rent out a barn or something like that and do this shit where you have plenty of room. What is a, if your whole point is just lights and Christmas and fundraising stuff, rent out a place that where you could do this. It doesn't have to be on your because it's only his house. You can decorate a barn or something like that with a lot of land and do this with no problem. It was kind of like like they said, this is the way I want to do it. Fuck all of y'all for what y'all thought. I'm doing this anyway. Mm-hmm. Where everything that happened, it was his fault. Right. Or actually, if it wasn't his fault, he instigated the matters to make it worse. Yes, right. he made he made everything worse. And right. I so I do appreciate that the I feel like the documentary was um it wasn't heavily leaning towards one side, like this man is clearly wrong. Like you watch, you watch it to the end, even before the end, you you can see who's in the right and who's in the wrong. But I feel like it was pretty even kill. And I appreciated that, that it wasn't like heavily fuck this dude. Like you can clearly see fuck this dude, but the mm-hmm. documentary was not saying that. Right. Cause also like there was right. different parts where they got caught up lying. Um, like the old sheriff guy. Well, he on camera, he said one thing, but then on the recorded tape, he said something else. Same thing with the former pres- homeowner president. On camera, you said one thing, and then later on, you said another thing. So, yeah, it was like, um, yeah, it it was like I was talking to the to the movie. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing this? Just do something <laughs> else. Why are you going this route? Why well, is this but, the hill he needs to die on? Right. Exactly. But then when he upgraded houses, I was like, oh, he did upgrade to a bigger house, though. It was nice, though. I would say this. Like, when they first talked to, like, the neighbors in that neighborhood, like, before they showed the house he bought, I was like, this mm-hmm. neighborhood is not nice. Like, these houses aren't nice. That well, was his was, though. His right, was no, nice. His, yeah, his was nice. <laughs> but some of the other neighbors' houses, I was like, uh, like, uh, y'all got an HOA in this neighborhood? Uh. Right. <laughs> and I, I was and the part I laughed at was when uh, they were like, "We'll say Dolly has three dogs instead of one," <laughs> and at the end oh, it was like Dolly got rid of her dogs. <laughs> and I was like, "That's nah, fuck you, sir. Yeah, I mean, you need to be within the HOA regulations." But fuck you, sir. Right. But yeah. But like another thing, it was like the the when they were talking about how he he looked through the HOA thing, the bylaws and everything, and he said that he can do everything. But one thing that always struck me was the camel. You can't have pets, so how was a camel legal in HOA? Because it wasn't his pet. Oh. So we can just have animals as long as it's not my pet. Like who's to say yeah. said animal what didn't like walk onto his property? Like you like if a deer just hung around your land, that's not your deer. It's just a right. deer on your land. Have you guys ever have <laughs> you guys ever been on part of a home association? No. No. I wouldn't want to live on. I wouldn't want to live in one because, like, I don't want to pay extra shit. Like, I'm paying my mortgage, my utilities, and the HOA fees. Fuck that. Right. Right. Yeah. 
You couldn't have found a place without an HOA. Right. And if you knew that the whole point of you looking for another house is to have all this room, why would you get a subdivision, you know, a house right. in a small type? Yes. Like, like Matt said, you right. get a farm or you get a house or just buy land and build a fucking house. That's what I mean. He wanted That's a fight. Wondering. Yeah. He wanted yes. his name out there. Yeah. He wanted to be famous. And- <laughs> he wanted the militia to back him up. Right, because look, even his parents said the same thing to where he was he wants to get his name out so he can run for Senate and everything else like that. So he was doing it solely for it might have originally started for the Christmas stuff. But then once they said no and he was like, I'm going to do it myself, then it turned into I'm going to do my own thing. Look at me type of stuff, because really. Most people, if they were like, hey, you can't do this, you would have been like, all right, I can't do this. I'm not either I'm not going to or I'm going to find a different location. They're not going to go run to the news stations and put this out and everything else like that. Like it's some dire thing like they're hurting you. Right. It's not like they said you can't you can't even put a reef out because, you know, we hate Christmas around here. It's like, fuck you, dude. Right. Thing was still safety that it was too tight of an area to have that much traffic. Right. You bussing motherfuckers in constantly. Buses. Right. Yeah. <sighs> it was obnoxious. Okay, so the I the uh, Rotten Tomatoes on this one is a little different. There isn't anything in the tomatoes meter, but there is an audience score score. So 1% to 100%. What do we think the Rotten Tomatoes audience score is? Uh, Jamie. Uh, 65 yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna give it um probably a 75. Yeah. All right, let's keep it in the middle. I'll go with 70 then. 50 percent okay. with 50 ratings. Really? That's surprising. This is a good documentary. Yeah, the documentary right. itself was good. Yeah. So even though you guys, the listeners, you guys have our opinion on it. I do recommend that you check it out because it's a, a very well done documentary. Um, and then you guys can form your own opinion on who's right or who's wrong. But no, it, it was good, though. Yeah. It's like I, this is the first time in a long time that like, I've watched something for the podcast and I was legit amped. I was like, oh, I'm about to yeah. go in on this shit on the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we don't have trivia dump, but I do. I did write a trivia question for this one. Jeremy Morris has had a YouTube page since 2007. True or false? His YouTube page has over 10 million subscribers. True. True. Or, yeah, true. I'm going to go true. Jamie? True. Why does no one want to not go with the group? So the answer is false. His YouTube what? page has his YouTube page has four hundred and ten subscribers. See, really, I, that's it. Four one zero. I think he making fake emails and subscribing to himself. Maybe that's how he got to the four hundred. But his highest rated video has thirteen hundred views, and it's just him reposting the trailer for this documentary. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Which is, I mean, now I'm thinking about that. So he. I assume he's seen this trail, this seen this documentary, mm-hmm. and I guess in his mind it doesn't make him look bad, so or like, he's just doing this for attention. But my thing is like that's why I said like this documentary does not openly call him a piece of shit. Like it was kind of even, and you take from it what you will. Mm-hmm. Like we are all sensible people, and we can see like the safety hazards about this whole thing and like he's probably talking about how he's recording these people and he's probably talking about how he's like literally harassing that woman to the point where she's crying and she quit the fucking HOA like he's Mm -hmm. proud of that shit these are things he said it's not like they tricked him into saying that if if you watch this and you feel like we're wrong and you think that uh, he was right Email us at we should talk pod at gmail.com because I like to hear your explanation. Cause I'm curious to see how other people take this. Yeah, I really would like to hear an opinion of somebody that was with him. Like, I don't know, like 
any sensible person would just see like this is not about religion though like right this is nobody wants all that shit around them right i will say i wish there'd been more footage of what the, the displays and everything actually look like oh the of the house and everything yeah like what the what he put on that was causing such a ruckus like the, the, I, I think the problem was the foot traffic <laughs> well you would have think before like he officially opened he shot his own footage at least oh i see and they could incorporate maybe it's on his youtube right. page i didn't really want to give him any views right yeah. all right but uh jamie did you have anything you want to plug this week uh no vera um no i don't Mm-mm. okay well uh jamie appreciate you coming on for the first time and vera I, we uh, appreciate you coming back second week in a row um this was a lot of fun um yeah thank you guys. i second that thank you both of you good conversation good content we see what the listeners think about this but thank you Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know about you and Matt with this fucking Christmas story, and then nah, Jamie yeah. over here. It's a good. No, nah, it's, it's a good. It's a good one. Jamie over here hey, with man. these gross ass Robert Zemeckis animated movies, but you know. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com like our Facebook page, We Used to Talk About This at Work, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Used to Talk Pod. So if Matt sees Spider-Man, we're going to do Spider-Man next week. If Matt doesn't see Spider-Man, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Some earnest movies? I mean, <laughs> shit. We might have to. <laughs> I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, Talk it out. Talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. Also, don't forget to cash up your boy some birthday money. Mr. King 0257. Once again, M-R-K-I-N-G 0257. Help your boy out. Thank you for listening. Happy birthday, Matt. Thank you.